It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Wizards lose to the New Orleans Pelicans, 127-102. They can't defend the paint. They can't make a three. They can't stop turning the ball over. And this is what you get, a blowout to a bottom of the Western Conference team in the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's get to the video, guys. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It's your boy D and Ed back with another Locked On Wizards episode. First of all, I want to make you I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms i mean Ed, this was ugly man this was a, a, a cut the game off type of game you know i know a lot of fans probably went and cut the tv off i don't blame you 19 turnovers 64 percent from the free throw line 23 percent percent from three the pelicans shoot 46 percent from the field three 41 percent from three I, I mean it's it's unacceptable tonight was unacceptable the wizards didn't show up it looked bad out there. I mean, what's, what's your takeaway? What 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 would you say is your main takeaway from this game? Yeah, it was awful from the start, from the jump. I think they went up 21-6 to six or 19-5 uh, to five at one point. They just punched us in the mouth. Um, we just looked like we weren't ready to play. It looked like we were ready for the holiday. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. But uh, we just looked like we weren't prepared. We missed free throws. We missed three-pointers. We're, we're, we're a bad three-point shooting team. I think we've seen enough games to say that. We're a poor three-point shooting team. We don't hit open three-point shots. Uh, it was a lot of isolation in basketball. And uh, Jonas Valanciunas, he dominated in the beginning of the game. I want to say he had a double-double tonight. Um, he had 21 and 11. And he did. He barely played in the fourth quarter. Brandon Ingram did whatever he felt like doing. There was a point where I fell asleep at the end of the third quarter and I woke back up and I see Davies Bertans hit uh, Josh Hart in the head, just silly fouls fouls from Bertans, and it was an N one three from half court. And I was like, yeah, this game is over with already. 
Um, Bertans came back. I was happy to have him come back because we needed three-point shooting. We were just shooting three so poorly. He added to the bad three-point shooting. One for ten from the field. Uh, one for nine from the three-point line. Nine, I mean, three points. He was awful. I mean, he was bad. He was bad defensively. And he was bad from the three-point um, line. It, it wasn't just him. It was a collective bad effort. Um, we just couldn't hit free throws. Uh, we were 23 for 36, and we're, we're usually a good free throw shooting. Even Trez was missing free throws. There was one time where he missed uh, both free throws, and that's uncharacteristic. That's not like him. Uh, we got out-rebounded. Um, I want to say uh, 52 to 45, we got out-rebounded. Shot poorly from the free throw line. They shot The Pelicans shot well from the three-point line. Um, the Pelicans, they put on a clinic on how to pass the ball and move the basketball. They they had 33 assists to our 23, so they showed us how to play basketball and move the ball. They pushed the pace. They were a more aggressive team. They punched us in the mouth. They looked like they wanted that game more. They're 4-16. and 16. They look like they they look like the 11-6 and 6 team instead of us being the 11-7 and 7 team. They just looked like all around they were a better team tonight. They, they just dominated. Devontae Graham was hitting back-to-back threes in the beginning of the game. Um, it was a track meet. We just couldn't keep up. Uh, and turnovers, turnovers are a problem. We know our problem, we know our strengths, and we know our weaknesses now. Now it's turnovers. We turned the ball over at a high clip. We had 20 turnovers against the Miami Heat. We had 17 or 18 when we lost, and then 20 when we beat them. And then um, the Hornets, we had about 17. We're starting to average about 17, 18, 19, 20 turnovers a game. And that's that's inexcusable. Bradley Bill is, is part of the, those turnovers. He had some unforced errors. Spencer Dinwiddie had some unforced forced turnovers. Aaron Holiday had some unforced turnovers. We have a lot of turnovers where it's not like they're even, you know, strapping us up defensively. We're just turning the ball over, casually turning the ball over. And that's starting to be a problem. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I just seen something on Stat Muse on Twitter where it said um, we're only two since Kyle Kuzma wore that pink sweater. So I know it has nothing to do with it, but um, that was pretty funny. But we got to bounce back. Um that's my takeaway. We just we just were not ready to play tonight. I don't know what it was. What Sunset Jr. said he got out coached, and um, tonight we we just got all played, out coached all around as an organization, as a team. We we just we just got beat. You know, they put on a clinic and they showed us how to play uh, uh, basketball tonight. They really did. And uh, Bertans, I don't I don't know what to say, but he he's got to play better than that. I'm sorry. He he just I want to let me look at his plus minus and then I'll let you go. Um, where is it at? Davi Spurtons, a minus 14, minus 14. So um, all around terrible game. We, we were down by 31 at one point. That's how we were getting 30 at one point. Just ran out of the gym. Yeah, I mean, it's as simple as that. The Wizards didn't come to play. They didn't bring any energy. Uh, we got guys who are usually, usually good at the free throw line missing free throws. Trez is two for eight from the free throw line. I mean, that's not – Typical of him. The Wizards from the jump got ran out the gym. Ugly turnovers, bad turnovers, stupid turnovers. They can't hit a three. Davies Bertans came back and did more damage than good in this game. I mean, yeah, you could say he, he may help the three ball, but when you're shooting one for nine, it doesn't really help. So and then on top of that, you're giving up fouls and, and and one three it's just it was a mess man um to be honest with you i don't have too much to say about this game because it was a mess i mean it was a mess you can't have 19 turnovers to the new orleans pelicans i mean you can't and a lot of them was just unforced silly turnovers 
I mean, we're talking about the New Orleans Pelicans. We're not talking about the Golden State Warriors, the Miami Heat, who they've had. I mean, in the Miami Heat, they've had high turnovers too. In the last, like, four games, the Wizards have had too many turnovers, just way too many. And you look at their last, what, five now? I mean, the Hornets, L, Heat, L, Heat, W, Hornets, L, Pelicans, L. I mean, they're on a rough stretch right now, and we're talking about a decent schedule with the Thunder and the Spurs. The, the Thunder plays decent ball. They got Gilgis Alexander and Dort, etc. Who's to say that that won't be a fight either if they come out and play like this tonight? So, as an organization, they as a, as a team, they got to do better. I mean, they either they got to figure out how to run Wes's offense or something. I mean, I'm giving them more games, etc. But the offense just looks bad, and the Wizards aren't going to win more games if they are giving up 127 points, which probably won't happen again for a little bit, I would assume. But it's tough because the Wizards have to keep the opposition to like 100, very low 100s, to 97 points if they want to be in a game because their offense is rarely ever going to touch 110. I mean, currently, as it currently is. So they can't give up. Like I told you on a previous episode, when the opposition hits 110 points plus, the Wizards lose that game. Like, they typically lose that game. So it's tough for your offense to have to be elite every time you step on the court for you to have a shot because you can't really trust an offense right now. But before we get into our next topics, guys, we do have a message from our friends over at BetOnline. We're back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire you need indeed once again guys i want to thank you again for making locked on which is your very first listen each and every day we are free and available on all platforms and ed i kind of want to ask you this question i i go back to the pace i go back to the pace i feel like it can help i mean the wizards transition offense they don't nobody gets the ball and tries to push it and, and get You know, the defense on their heels, and that creates open looks for guys, open corner shots, et cetera. It's like, I feel like the 29th in pace, you don't got to be top five in pace. I just want them to be kind of middle of the pack. I feel like they struggle to get open shots, and I I feel like a lot of that is because they struggle to get shots in transition. They don't get a lot of fast break buckets, I feel. I mean, what's your take on that? 
Yeah, it's tough. I mean, when we were winning, that was the style of play that was working, that slow, methodical, we're just going to be a defensive team. We're going to get stops. We're going to keep teams under 100. Um, it's going to be a close game. We'll find ways to win and manufacture points. But, I mean, yeah, you, you got to try something different. I mean, we got guys that can run. Like I, like I said, I think Rui will help that. Thomas Bryant will help that too. Thomas Bryant is excellent at leaking out and getting fast break uh, dunks and layups and stuff like that. Uh, Rui's excellent at that too. So some of the personnel will help when those guys do return. Uh, but Dinwiddie, he's more of a slow, methodical uh, point guard where he picks his spots. He wants to slow you down, get you off balance. Um, compared to, of course, the point guards that we have for the past uh, five or six years, even including Ish Smith. Ish Smith was a guy who just got the ball. He just wanted to run and, and just just keep going. Um, so it is we're basically the opposite. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because right now it's it's not it's broken now. Whatever the offense was before is broken, and the identity is still in the chemistry. You know, Kuzma said it's going to take twenty games you know, to find some type of identity offensively. And it's still, it was, it's 18 games right now. So it, it might as well try something different because whatever, whatever we're doing right now is just not working. I know Dinwiddie's just not that kind of point guard. Neto's not a push the pace point guard either. Aaron Holiday can kind of do it, but he was turning the ball a lot um, too. And then the Hornets, we try to run up and down with those guys the other night and they were pushing the ball because they're like number two or number one at pace. The Hornets are number one at pace, I think, or something like that. But, and they started to run us out of the gym at, at one point in that game too. Um, so it's tough. We got to find an identity. I know Wes Until Jr. was a was a defensive minded coach with the Nuggets. He was an offensive minded. He was the offensive coordinator with the Wizards back in the day with, with Gilbert Arenas in two thousand four, two thousand five, and 06. So hopefully he can put some of that that offensive prowess and some of those offensive um, you know sets uh, with the Wizards and put that offensive mind together because this offense is terrible right now. It's really bad. Uh, we don't get a lot of open shots, but when we do actually get open shots, we miss threes bad. There was Bertans missed the three so bad. I don't you remember that three? It was so it, awful. it was I, I know it was a possession. I think it was KCP who shot a three. Uh-huh. I like grazed the front of the room. Yeah. And then they got the rebound and it went the Bertans in the corner wide open mm-hmm. and the air ball. Yeah. And I'm just so like, bro, go home. It's like <laughs> go home, man. The Lavian laser. Yeah. I mean I just feel like a big part of that is like guys like John Wall and even Russ for all of Russ's faults. Mm. I mean, just getting down the court, getting that defense on the hills, on their hills, it opens so much, so many things up. You know, guys open in the corner. Yes, they do have to make those open shots, but I feel like you you start off in that transition offense, you get out and you run, mm-hmm. and these guys start seeing more open shots off the transition, etc. When you're in more of the half court set it makes it a little more easier for them to hit those open shots because they're starting over. They're getting these open shots off the transition because you're running, you know, it's speeding things up a little bit. And I'm not saying you got to be the Charlotte Hornets and LaMelo mm-hmm. Ball and speeding down the court every time. But I, I do, I would like to see them pick the pace up a little bit, get the transition offense going a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely would like to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I think it will help Gaffer too. Cause I feel like Gafford's kind of regressed a little bit, and you know I don't I don't think it's just because he I'm not gonna say it's because he got the contract extension, but a lot of that is because you know he doesn't have a John Wall or a Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, him and Russ had a really good chemistry last year. Him and Dinwiddie, they they did have a couple alley oop connections, 
uh, tonight. But honestly, um, Gafford's a guy who needs somebody to create a shot for him. He's not a guy like a mantras hero who's just going to create buckets on his own. He's going to need to be spoon-fed a little bit, kind of like how John Wall was spoon-feed Gortat or Gortat. Russell Westbrook was spoon-feeding um, Gaffer last year with alley-oops and just running the floor. Both of them just doing pick-and-rolls, just running continuously. So um, Dinwiddie started to do that, but we're just – we're missing that right now. We were, we really are lacking that. And West Hensel Jr. the other night said that Dinwiddie has to be better in all facets of the game. Now, Gafford has dropped the ball a couple times. He's kind of been a little – um loose with the basketball he just hasn't played as well as he had as he did last year and I'm a, I'm a Daniel Gafford stand I'm a fan of the guy um but he, he's, he's just not playing as well as as much as he did last year in, in my opinion yeah and, and I, I do think having a guy who can run like Russ could definitely helped him because he's you know a guy like who can really get out there and I mean Thomas Bryan was, is would probably have been the same way if they were able to play that full season Having that guy who can get out there, give you mm-hmm. open looks, you know, the defense has to be on their heels because you're going so fast. But, I mean, hopefully Dimity can fix, figure it out, man, because we need that out of the point guard position. You know, right. that's what D.C. fans are used to It's just that, you know, we've been accustomed to getting <laughs> out and running and having that fast point guard, et cetera. But before we get into our final thoughts and – you know, player of the game, X Factor, stuff like that. We do have a message from our friends over at Bill Bar. I love Thanksgiving, all of the good food and treats, and plenty of them, but maybe you want a yummy dessert, but isn't so full of calories and sugar. It's the perfect time for Bill Bars. Bill Bar is the new holiday dessert. Feast on something delicious and feel good about it. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories, and that's on the low end. Most Bill Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar, with plenty of protein. Replace that coconut cream pie with coconut Bill Bar, or go for a raspberry bill bar instead of that raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high protein. Covered in 100% real chocolate. Built is a great option for when you're hungry. If Thanksgiving isn't coming soon enough, go for a bill bar or two. Share some at your family gatherings. It will make things less awkward. Maybe Aunt Betty hasn't tried a bill bar yet. New surprises all month. Limited time flavors arriving at built.com regularly. So check the site often. There's nothing like a built bar Black Friday. Mark your calendar. Black Friday will be a huge event with all sorts of surprises. The offer is to go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 50% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 50% off at built.com. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So, Ed, I mean, do you have any final thoughts before we get into players and X Factor? Um, 
Yeah, I just to play the game. Honestly, it could be Brandon Ingram or uh, Giannis uh, Valanciunas. Um, I thought Valanciunas dominated on the boards. He got a couple offensive rebounds. He he just he put on a clinic, and we actually went to a zone at one point in the game, trying to just find ways to get stops, and we still couldn't get stops. And they just kept giving the ball to Valanciunas in the in the paint, and he scored a couple of and ones. It was just whatever we whatever we did defensively did not work. They they were able to get penetration. Even um, Josh Hart had a couple buckets. Um, Devontae Graham had a couple buckets. Herbert Jones had four points, which is not much. Uh, Hernan, Hernan Gomez, their backup center, played well, too. So we got dominated in the paint, too. Um, so I'm, I'm going to need Trez to step up a little bit, too. I, I didn't think he, he I didn't think he had his best game either. You know, um, with, the, with the free throw shooting is, is – is, like I said, it's not like him. He has to be better from the free throw line. He was two for eight. That's just, just, that's just not being focused. You know, there were a couple times where he ripped his headband down because he was frustrated. Um, <clears throat> Nikhil Alexander – he he they they just all around had a good game. They just, they just beat us up and down the floor. Um, but the player of the game, honestly, was probably uh in my opinion, Valentunas and the X Factor. You you could kind of say Brandon Ingram. X Factor might have been Josh Hart, man. He he had some big buckets when they needed him. And that N one three was just it just took the air out of the, the air out of the balloon for the Wizards. Yeah, I mean, player of the game, I'd go Brandon Ingram. I'd say X Factor. I'd say Valanciunas because he always gives the Wizards fits. Like, always. Always give the Wizards fits. But my final thoughts, I would say, and I tweeted this, I'm tired of watching the Wizards have to come back every single game now. It feels like they're always having to be the comeback kids. Have a lead. You know, I, I mean, to just take a lead and be in the lead. I feel like the last time the Wizards were just in the lead was when they played the Magic. But, I mean, you can't keep trying to come back from 2019, 16, 15. You can't do it. You got to be able to take control of one of these games. And I've been saying when the Wizards were winning, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, you're one and four in your last five. Something broke right now, so you got to fix something. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, yes, it's early. And, you know, the coaching staff and players aren't going to be as reactionary as us fans. But, one thing that hasn't changed is the offensive success. I mean, it's been, even when they were winning, it's been low scoring. And the offense has had multiple spots where it's, like, looking ugly. So the offensive struggles aren't new. Giving up 127 points is new. But, I, I mean, something. They, they need to figure out something, man. And I don't know if it's as simple as just them not knowing the offense fully yet. I'm not sure what it is. But, I mean. Yeah. Bradley Bill was 0 for 4 from the three. I'm looking at that. That stands out to me too because he's been he's really been bad from the three point line. He he really has. He's shooting like in the in, in the 20. He's like 28 or 27 percent from the three. We talked about this yesterday with the max deal, the super max deal. And I, I do get why some people are saying it because he's just not shooting the ball well. But it's just a long season, so he, he's going to get better at that. But it is it is frustrating just seeing that right now because he is getting some. Open threes, and just for some reason, he just has not been able to hit. But we got to go back to the drawing board. We cannot lose to the Thunder on Friday night, on Black Friday. If we lose to that, then, yes, it is panic. It is panic mode. And the negative people who are saying the Wizards are frauds and, they're you know, is this sustainable, then they're going to make a case if we lose to the Thunder. We just can't. And I'm not going to underestimate the Thunder either. They got Lou Dorr. They got Shea, Shea Gilgis. They got some young, hungry guys that can play. 
Um, they just lost to the Jazz, and they they got a couple of go-getters on that team. They got Aaron Wiggins, who went to the University of Maryland. I like him. Josh Giddy, um, who's playing really, really good basketball. He had 19 points, 8 assists, and 7 boards. But um, Spencer Dinwiddie, he's getting outplayed by the other point guards. He just has been. You know, LaMelo Ball outplayed him. Um, uh, other point guards have been outplaying. When we lose, he gets outplayed. I feel like, or he, like you said, we come back in the fourth quarter. That's when Dinwiddie wants to wake up and be clutch, but it, it just doesn't work like that every game. It, it, it just doesn't. So, um, but yeah, we'll see this, this, this Thunder game is going to be pretty big, man. It is. They got, they got to step up and punch them in the mouth. There's a lot of young guys on that, on that Thunder team. I don't think there's a guy over the age of really 22, to be honest. So they just, <laughs> they got to go out there and play bully ball and, and start from the inside out, get Trez involved. The bench played better than the starters, in my opinion. I thought Neto played better, was the better point guard tonight. And, um, well, Dinwiddie had his moments. He almost had a triple-double. But I thought the bench uh, played with more energy than the starters. And then, yeah, that, that's all I got to say on this one. Yeah, I mean, they just they – just, they, they cannot lose to the Thunder. Agreed. I mean, if they lose to the Thunder, we, we, we got some issues, guys. But <laughs> – I mean, that's all I got. That's all we got for you guys for this episode, man. Hopefully the Wizards find figure something out and they come out and handle business against the Thunder because it's looking rough right now. It really is. And the Wizards have to – they got to fight through it. They got to push through it. It's as simple as that. But it's a long season, man. So Yeah, and we're actually we're lucking out because Shea Gill just didn't play. I don't know if he's going to play, and then we don't know if Dimwi is going to play because the, the back-to-back thing. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all I got to say for tonight. Yeah, guys. I mean, once again, I want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. And for your second listen, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Guys, and thank you for listening. Um, make sure you comment. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube and on Apple Podcast. Leave a five-star review. That all means a lot. I mean, we're going through this together, guys. We all going through this together. Hopefully, once again, we will be able to say dub one more time. <laughs> but I, I want you all to have a great Thanksgiving. Um, everybody have a happy holidays, man. Definitely, definitely. Yep, everybody have a happy holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. Everybody stay safe. Have a good one. Hell to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.